and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we got a full-length show. I uh, got the whole crew. I got Sal, I got Vaughn, I got DJ. We got Jelly Joe here. We got Mid-Hat, my man, Drippy Drip Drip. That used to be a that used to be an insult. You know, you're too young to know about that. But anyway, maybe you're not. I don't know. But anyway, guys, uh, we got a great show lined up. Lots of cool stuff to talk about. Lots of cool stuff going on in the world right now. Before I get into it, though, and before I turn it over to Vaughn to start to get us get us going, um, you know, <laughs> I get this comment a lot, and I just want to address it. And I'm not being I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm being good natured about it. Like we get, a, I always get a lot of people, and they're like. Damn, dude, I really like the show, but fuck, it sure ain't the same as the MFCEO project. Well, no shit. <laughs> like, you don't say. Like, you don't mean that, like, when you totally rebrand your podcast and start calling it something else, that it ain't going to be fucking different, huh? Does that make sense? I mean, guys, look, I just want to explain this, like, for the last time. Look, man, the MFCEO was a project of duty, of obligation for Vaughn and I, Okay. This was something that we created to give back because at some point in time on the journey that him and I had of writing a bunch of books, which are all coming out soon, um, and we've had, we have literal years of work in them, um, we realized like, God, dude, like I, I got to learn a lot of stuff, you know, from I had a great dad who I was exposed to a lot of things. And, um, you know, my obligation was to kind of put those lessons out there and they're definitely raw. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a different person now than I was four or five years ago, three years ago, just like all of you guys are. And, um, I got to the point where, well, Vaughn and I both got to the point where we felt like we were just repeating over and over the same things and it wasn't fun anymore. And so if you notice, like we didn't record podcasts because dude, I don't ever want to be the guy that's just repeating the same shit to you guys. So the, and, and for the likes and the shares and the, that's not what I do this for, man. I do this to genuinely, and not me, I, that's a wrong choice to all of us here. Every single person sitting at this table that you are on the show has other shit they could be doing right now. Everybody here is committed to helping move people in a direction because we realize there's just a big, uh, I don't know, drought of leaders in the world right now. So what we're trying to do guys is just share with you, uh, some, some perspectives that, you know, maybe you can take and go make your life better. And so with the MF CEO guys, it was like, you know, I am the instructor Vaughn's basically, you know, assisting and you're sitting on the other side of the table and I'm telling you how to do shit. This is a different show. This is a show where we laugh, we make jokes, we're going to talk about current events and and we're still going to throw in some lessons, but they're going to be lessons about life in general, not so much just how to make a whole bunch of fucking money. And by the way, those lessons about life actually will make you a whole lot of money if you pay if you pay attention and put them in. So I just want you guys to understand that. And the reason that we threw them all back in the same feed was our feed over in the, uh, when we started the podcast, got all jacked up for some reason. People couldn't find the show. So we put it back with our MF CEO feed so that we could, people could easily find all the episodes. It's real simple. So 
just, I hope that answers some confusion because a lot of people, you know, they've been out like they, you know, a lot of you guys listened to me two, three years ago and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, guess what? That content's all still there. And I still put that content out every single day on Andy Graham. If you're not subscribed to Andy Graham, uh, basically it's my daily blog. You go on the website, andyforsella.com and you'll see it just flip through and you'll see it right away. And subscribe to that. And I'm putting out my business, winning, mental toughness, how to be successful, motivational content there. I don't really do it on Instagram anymore because every time I say something, I'm getting it suppressed because I'd like to share my views as well, right? So <clears throat> there is a difference. And the difference is um, you're going to laugh more here. You're going to think more here. And we're going to talk about actual stuff that's going on in the world and you're probably going to hear a little bit more of who we are as people, not just instructors. So, um, so yeah, that's it. You know, if you want to learn more about business, we have the Arate Syndicate that Am I Let Myself Do Together. It's a completely dedicated to becoming a fucking winner in business and life. It's a, it's very, very, very in depth, much more in depth than what we ever went into on the podcast. And I'm not pitching you because it's application only, and not everybody gets in. But if you're interested in that, we are opening up applications here in the next 30 or 40 days. And, uh, you know, we got a tool for everybody. So I just want you guys to know, like, this show is supposed to be not like the MSCEO. So that's my little soapbox for that. I like that you mentioned your dad because I, I think of the MSEO as like you're sitting down with your dad at McDonald's having a burger and your dad's systematically teaching you lessons Listen, and you're listening. Vaughn. Yeah. I swear to God. Is that not exactly what our life was like? Well, and that's what I was going to, I was going to tailor it in on the backside. You know, the, 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 the missing link to the MFCEO podcast is that most people think because they're not in business or they're not an entrepreneur, they can't listen to those lessons. Right, right. So this, it, it eliminates that void. Like yeah. you could also take these lists, these lessons and apply them to business Yeah, and, you and know, you're going to fucking win. Sal, what's cool too, dude, is like, I have so many guys now that are emailing in girls too. When I say guys, I mean guys and girls. I just say guys. It's what we, I don't know. I think it's regional dialect thing. It's racist. Yep. But yeah, no, fucking totally, dude. <laughs> Xenophobic, racist, fucking discriminate. It's everything. It would, it would be sexist. But, I wouldn't expect you to know that though. <laughs> yeah, because all he cares about is racist stuff. That's right. Right. Yeah, I mean, D that's me. DJ, you're such a racist. You beat that wagon. <laughs> so, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Sal one day. You ain't gonna get me. Dude, oh, I'm gonna get you. You better keep running. No, you're not. Stop swimming. Start running. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, look, we uh, look, man, we're just out here. When Sal and I grew, dude, listen, this is kind of a cool story because it's never been told. But, dude, do you remember where we used to go all the time with Dad and like go inside and eat all the time, all the time? Taco Bell. And where else? Burger King. And where else? There's a there's a certain place. It's on Tesson Ferry. It's no longer there. It the had walk. a glass. It had a glass atrium. We used to sit in the fucking greenhouse. Arby's. No, it was Wendy's. Oh, they, oh yeah. yeah we yeah, used yeah. to go to Wendy's. Okay, and dude, we'd go to Wendy's all the time. I mean, dude, we ate like shit. We were kids. Nobody knew how to fucking do anything back then. So <clears throat> we're. I can remember, dude, and I don't know if you remember this or if it's just me, but I, I can remember being in Wendy's. Well, the first thing I remember about being in Wendy's is like they always had the little ketchup cups. And mm -hmm. the way you hacked it was you just stuck your tray under there and you pumped the ketchup right on your tray. <laughs> That's the fat kid hack. Right. All right. But the other thing I remember about that was sitting at, in that little greenhouse area all the time with dad, dude, and he'd be eating his fries with all that salt 
and then sweating his ass off. Remember how much he would sweat? I, don't, I remember how I was. My comment was going to be the only thing I remember about the glass atrium is how fucking hot it was. In yeah, there. but dude, do you not remember how he ever? You know how when he eats, yeah. he sweats his ass off. Yeah, um, he still does, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, and, I was. I was thinking about the Taco Bell. Do you remember the entrance to the Taco Bell? How steep the, the, the pulling into the the Taco Bell in the gas station was. Oh yeah, yeah. On the like, right there. Yeah. You mean on Tessa? Yeah. Yeah. The old Taco Bell. Yeah. The old Taco yeah. Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I put some miles on that drive-through. I'm just saying. <laughs> but dude, look, Jack in the Box. Oh man, they miss me. That's why that Taco Bell had to close, bro. Yeah. I don't know if it's urban legend. It. I don't know if it's urban legend, but I've always heard. Vaughn the just ta- wanted to say urban. I did. I did <laughs> want to say urban. Uh, I always heard the Taco Bell meat is actually lower quality than what they make dog dog food out of. Hey, that's all right. It's, I'll you know, tell you what. It's great. Eat, after about twenty fucking beers, it's fucking grade A fillet, man. Bro, exactly. USDA meat. Listen, man. Ta- Mexican pizza, some soft tacos, bean burritos, double decker. Ta- Come on, oh, dude. dude. Yeah. That shit is crap. The cheesy gordita crunch. I can't even, bro. Now oh. you're getting into real fat kid stuff. <laughs> We're talking like the nacho cheese. Steak chalupas, like, dude, come on, the shit's delicious. But anyway, bro, like, I can remember my dad, our dad, sitting there, and like, that's what the MFCEO project sort of is. It's kind of like, and 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 our dad, you know, uh, dude, he just he he just knows a lot of shit. And I can remember sitting there, and and and, and him teaching us all these things, and me being like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Why is mm-hmm. he sweating so much? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I think the the one thing. You know that, and I've tried to take this from a practical application standpoint and use on my kids. Is he never treated us like little kids? We we're always little adults. Oh yeah, that's true. Know, when it comes to responsibility yeah. or accountability or even lessons or practical application or shake his hand, like those are all things. Dude, we didn't we didn't kiss dad when we were little. We fucking shook his hand. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, all those things. Like though, I just yeah. I mean, dude, it was like it was it was a different kind of upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad's not. It's not like. I'm not saying he's like dude, not an affectionate you? dude. Yeah. No, he's not like a cold-blooded. That's what you yeah, guys hear. Yeah. Huh? You guys are awesome. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is like, it's just a different people. W- that's what I always say. Like people wouldn't get it. Right. right. But it was, it was the, I, I think it was the right way to fucking grow up. Uh, at least from a man raising another man. I'm not saying you can't like give your kids kisses and shit. Fuck dude. You have to. But I'm saying like, it wasn't like what you see now. Right. If it okay? makes you feel better, I kiss my kids. <laughs> I kiss your kids. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. like, for everybody who's gonna, yeah. oh, I gotta kiss my guy. I, okay. Yeah. There's some lessons we didn't learn, or we chose to do differently. Well, yeah, and you learn, you <laughs> learn okay. how to not have five girlfriends and yeah. shit like that. Right? <laughs> so, like, uh, how do you think we learned it? Yeah, yeah from him. <laughs> so, Dad, so, what's her name? Yeah, right. Yeah, no shit, <laughs> dude. But like the thing, that's the MFCO project. Okay, that's how I think of the MFCO project. I think of it as, okay. I was, I, I don't say luck very much, but dude, we were lucky to be born with the people that we were born to because we were able to see all these experiences and learn all this shit. And dude, it took me a long time to figure out, well, fuck man, not everybody had that experience. Right. So that's where the MSCO project comes from. It comes from what we were taught and what, and also combined with what I've learned over the last 20 years in business. And you know, it's, that's what it is. And then, you know, we move on now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fuck off a little bit. We're we're the we're the room full of guys that are sitting around, you know, jawing, telling stories that you can when you're younger you can sit around and learn a bunch stuff of stuff yeah. from. Yeah. Sal's the blue collar guy. I'm the black guy that's super cool and good oh, with ladies. <laughs> and uh, so what the fuck am I? You're the skinny white kid. <laughs> 
Oh man! What so the fuck am I? <laughs> yeah, he does. He gonna yeah. uh, hashtag urban envy. That's right. You're gonna have to That's get right. that card though from, from DJ's fiance. Yeah, no, That's right, true. Yeah, you you gotta buy that first. Though. So, For dude, real, though, what are we talking about? Uh, yeah. Today? So, dude, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but more and more people are getting these little notifications from social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and they'll say stuff like this. They'll say, um, "Our independent." Uh, board of uh, fact checkers has determined that your post contains misinformation yep. and goes against our community guidelines. Um, that scares crap out of me. Um, and I think it probably scares crap out of a lot of people who are uh, believers in free speech, believers in democracy. I wanted to start kind of, I wanted to hear your thoughts, you know, from the standpoint of being sympathetic. I mean, obviously there is a misinformation crisis going on. Absolutely. And so I, I am sympathetic to the people that are like, like there's a lot of just false stuff out there. How do we regulate it? How do we how do we tell who's telling the truth, who's lying? So, at the at the very start, before we get into any more of this, like get real deep into all our opinions, can we just admit that right now we're in a really weird time in in the world's history where. We, how do you deal with everything that's on the internet? How do you deal with all the misinformation? Like, what's your take on that? Well, man, this might be like a 20 minute talk. I'm just saying, I might not come up for air. Um, no different than Taco Bell or Wendy's. Right. That's right. I might not come up for air. <laughs> just, I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> I can take that joke so many places. Uh, look, man, here's the thing. Uh, you think that's funny, don't you? I, 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 Andy, I know what I was going to ask. I was going to specifically Joe's over ask. Here laughing. I, yeah. I was going to specifically ask, like, what what do you think are the legitimate well, that's what I know. regulations I, I, for information and, and what just constitutes totalitarianism? No, bro. I got where you were trying to get yeah. from me. I, I understood the question. Um, look, we have a problem, okay? And, and the problem is, yes, I agree we should have free speech, 100%. I also do think that there should be some regulation on what's fact and what isn't fact. However, in the current scenario, what I see and observe, and I think most Americans see and observe this as well, is that the people who are responsible for making those decisions have agendas. And those agendas are very obvious for us to see. Um, there's a handful of very elite, wealthy people uh, that you could name on, on two hands that are all benefiting from this whole situation tremendously. And those are the people who get to say what is a fact and what isn't. And what you're seeing right now, um, I'm 90% certain that's what we're seeing right now is we're seeing an awakening of intelligence, um, you know, for, or not intelligence, awareness. That's a better word. Uh, we see people who have, for most of the history of time, had a certain level of trust in the government and the media to tell the truth. And we've gotten to a point now where the, th the people that we trust and should trust are so infected with capitalist agendas. And this is coming from someone who's a capitalist, hardcore but I think it's gotten so intertwined and so connected and so influenced by business 
that we now have a scenario where the facts aren't the facts. The facts are what benefits the people who decide what the facts are the most. And that's a very dangerous situation. And it's not okay for a man. Let's just say Mark Zuckerberg. How old is Mark Zuckerberg? Look that shit up for me real quick. Okay. I'm not sure how old he is. I think he's 33, 34. Yeah. Is he that young? I I think he's that. That's where he is. 35. All right. Now, this man has been a billionaire for over a decade. Can you imagine becoming a billionaire at your mid to low 20s? Okay. And then not having to ever worry about what real people have to worry about. Not ever having a real life experience because you don't have a real life experience becoming that wealthy, that young, and that fast. And we're relying on this young man, because that's what he is, to make the decisions about what and where and how we do everything in the United States. Because if he doesn't like it, guess what? It doesn't get seen. And we've gotten to a point now where the power has tipped so far in that direction that we have an inter- intermingling of interests that doesn't benefit the American people. It benefits business. And that's a dangerous, dangerous thing that should scare people because now we have what is very clear to most people, which again, I called it eight weeks ago, is a, is a media smear campaign and fear campaign to change the way people view certain people in the government. And if we have a scenario where people that are 35 years old who have no reality in their lives, none, like none, you cannot be connected to the working man when you became a billionaire at 22 or three or four. Cannot, can't be, okay? And we're allowing that person to decide what the facts are. That doesn't make any sense. And I think what we're seeing now is we're seeing people wake up and say, no, fuck you. You're not going to tell me what I can and can't say. And I think people are do they're defiant. See, when, when we have public defiance, it happens in levels. Okay. The first time it happens, people say, so it's like this. Yeah. You know what? That guy's kind of a dickhead. I don't like what he's doing. All right. He's all right. I like his services. I like his this, but I don't like him. That's where it starts. But now it's gotten to the point where people are like, you know what, dude? Anything that motherfucker says, I'm going to disagree with it. And so what he's done and what Bill Gates has done and what some of these other guys have done has discredited themselves so far with the American people, they will never recover. And I'm not saying Facebook's going to go out of business or anything. They're fucking not. But what I'm saying is his ability to influence publicly is now in the toilet. That's right. And so... Yes, we need some regulation because, dude, we can't have China coming in and making fucking memes up that says, like, like, dude, they were making fake texts that say shit like, everybody got them. Everybody got them. Remember the text everybody got? Dude, my cousin's sister's boyfriend's mother's brother's sister's ex-boyfriend works with Trump, and they said this is about to happen. That all came from China, man. Fucking Zuckerberg let that shit go all over the internet. It went everywhere. Okay, if you're going to fuck, why didn't he regulate that? Yeah, Yeah. they don't. And that's the point. And they don't regulate that because they want to disrupt the balance of power in our government and to implement 
a controlled police state. And people have been arguing that for years. And when you've said that for years, people say, well, dude, you're a fucking conspiracy theorist. Well, you can call anything a conspiracy theory, but what happens when it's actually happening? You see what I'm saying? So that's my, that's how I feel about it. I feel we need, if we're going to have fact checkers, it shouldn't be left up to a private company's board of directors or CEO. It should be made up of a multitude of people that come from different areas that balance out different beliefs and what the truths are. There should be a panel of like 15 people that, that are level-headed, middle-of-the-road thinkers that, that, that don't have these political agendas and say, yes, this is true, and yes, this is not true. And that's how it should be decided. It shouldn't be allowed to be decided by the elites of this country. It's not, we didn't give them the power. We gave motherfucking people. We elected the power. Right. You see? I, I honestly think, I, so one of the best things I saw on uh, Instagram recently was uh, a post by a guy named uh, Gez Jones. You know Gez. And he served in the um, Special Forces in UK. And his post was all about this. He said, listen, yes, there's a lot of people out there that are conspiracy theorists. But why, whenever someone very rationally raises the question of, hey, could certain people be using this crisis as an opportunity to consolidate power? Why do we so quickly dismiss that when we have a whole history on this planet of exactly that happening? And his point is, is like, you act like this is some sort of weird thing that never happens. It happens all the time. It's happened throughout history where a government has said, hey, there's a crisis. We're going to use this emergency to generate more emergency powers. And then they just never go away. Uh, they, they, you know... There's so, a famous quote from the Obama administration, never waste a great crisis. Hmm. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, dude, look, we're, you people should be scared. Uh, they should be. Because what we have right now is a unique situation where we're no longer ruled by the people we elect. Rule, rule by the people who own our attention. And I think that's become very clear over this whole crisis. And people, you know, you have YouTube deleting documentaries. You have face, dude, I've posted that video, the pandemic, like seven times. It gets taken down every time. Wow. Dude, now when people are sharing, when they're sharing, okay, like let's say you wanted to share a story of mine that you liked and it was controversial about this shit. When people go to your story and try to click on my post, it'll just flip through the screen. It won't let you go to it. That's, That's how crazy. they're doing it now. That's crazy. So, like, I could see a story that you shared, DJ. In fact, Sal and DJ have bo you have both shared stories that I've tried to click on, and instead of me allowing it, me to go to that page and see the video, I have to reverse out, go type the thing in, and then go to the page because they've changed the stories now to where you can't. And that's how they're controlling us. They don't want us to see anything because they don't want us to see. What do they not want us to see? Yeah. It's a good question. I mean, you well, mentioned their, about their justification, Vaughn, is, well, that information is getting people killed. No, motherfucker. What you guys are doing is getting people killed. Right. And it's not just people like you were mentioning that it's it's taking it's taking control of information for the sake of a very small group of of businesses that have sort of flooded their the, the proper boundaries of their business but they're also coming from a very specific political viewpoint 
And I, this isn't like, this isn't like businesses that are just across, you know, that just want money. They want a specific, uh, uh, far left PC crazy viewpoint. I mean, that's, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't see like conservative Republicans doing this. I'm not saying that the conservative Republicans are are safe. I I watch all the news and I don't want to turn this into a political bitch fest, but I I do watch all the news. I talk about, and and DJ, you and I talk about this every day. I watch CNN and I watch Fox and I watch MNSBC or NBC. Yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Um, and I like to watch it thinking like, okay, what are they trying to sell me? What's mm-hmm. their agenda? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I, what I pay attention to. And I mean, dude, if you watch it from that perspective, it's ridiculous. It I mean, is. Fuck, dude. There's, there Go to extremes. CNN and watch these motherfuckers try to sell you on this fear. It is. It's absurd. Okay. Then, uh, but dude, you know. The the Fox ain't any better. If you watch it, that same that say I like some people on Fox, but it's not that much better. There, if you watch, see if you try to watch Fox from a person's viewpoint of being a, a Democrat uh, believer in that philosophy, mm-hmm. which the Democratic philosophy isn't terrible. It's the people that fucking execute it that's terrible. Right. Like if you just went off, I'm, I'm just saying this. Like I think if most people read what Democrats are supposed to be, they'd be like, oh, that sounds. Pretty good. It's reasonable. The, yeah, it is reasonable. Yeah. The problem is that's not what the fuck it is. It's a big manipulation on uh, on people who just are uneducated socioeconomically at the lower levels yeah. and trying to get them, you know, look, dude, the conversation in the Democrat, it's like this. <clears throat> like we talked about this, right? Yeah. Hey, DJ, uh, look, man, if we say this and this and this, these motherfuckers are going to vote for us. Yep. That's the conversation that that Democrat Party has right now, yeah. where where the conservative party, in my opinion, I don't think that they look at it like that. That's not what I see when I watch them from a Democrat view. I look and say I see them supporting our president and, and they, they definitely lean towards tr- licking Trump's nuts a little bit more than I would like because there's shit that Trump does. I don't fucking like. And then there's shit that he does. I think he's a fucking genius. And I don't ever attach myself to a party. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. dude, if the fucking right Democrat came out, I would fucking vote for him. But uh, they they don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, you know, I think we have to see things for what they are. And I just think that the left is so far off track from where they want to be or they should be that, it, dude, it needs a clean sweep. Mm-hmm. And, dude, there's some right wing, some of these old motherfucking crusty white dudes in the, oh, on agree. the right need to get the fuck out, too. <laughs> I agree, for because, sure. Because, dude, they're, 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 you know, like, you know, they're just pushing some of these old values that, that quite honestly, are, are old. And shit's changing. And I'm okay with change, but, I mean, dude, we're not going to change to the point where, like, <laughs> all of us are, are, are uh, nameless, faceless, it's, you know, that get to decide who we're like, dude, look, man, you're born a fucking man or you're a woman. That's it. That's fucking it. Okay. And you can argue that shit and you could say, Hey, I prefer to be a woman. Okay. I'm cool with that. You want to dress up like a woman? You want to go get an operation? Cool. But you know, that doesn't really mean anything. Your chromosomes are still a fucking man, you know? And that's how I see it. And like, dude, I don't judge but like this, we we get so far out there in this weird worlds that it, it it's like confusing to me. It's confusing like where the shit comes from. 
Like, where the fuck do these arguments even come from, bro? Like, and I know people that are trans and they're my fucking friends. And, and, and I just, I don't know, man. Like I, I think it's really fucking hard right now to be a Democrat. We just, like, talk, we just talked about this. this yeah. I don't know how you could, I don't know how you could look at what they're doing, what any of the left is doing and support it in any way. It's totally anti-American. It's total fucking bullshit. And I know we've got some Democrats on this show. Um, the, we got a lot of Democrats listening to the show because I hear from you every fucking day. <laughs> All right. But, and dude, I respect you guys. Like we were talking about one of your uncles, right? I think it was no, your my or, father-in-law. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, tell the story. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, we were talking about this morning, basically like, dude, this, this is the end of the democratic party. In my opinion, I think that like there, there's a few key people that have totally polar, polarized themselves and it's showing and people are waking up and seeing that. So my father-in-law, He's he's about he's he's been democratic since he's been in diapers. Okay, mm-hmm. like he he's for it. He doesn't care what they say. He's just democrat because that's what a lot of people believe. Mm-hmm. That's what my family did. I have to believe it. You know, little does he know there's not a whole lot that really benefits him, right? And so when you know for the big, we had a conversation when Trump released his tax bucks and, and gave the stimulus packages, and he got one. His wife got one. And he's like, man, it's not too bad. Like he's really looking out for me. You know, that's a big deal. And I'm like, oh, you know, how do you feel about Trump now? He's like, well, I mean, <laughs> he's not that bad, you know? Yeah. Well, and so. Well, he doesn't hate you like you've been told. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, because he, he's looking out for Americans. That's right. That's what it's been since day one, right? And he's putting Americans first, and that's how it should be. I'm like, but if you look at the Democrat side, they were trying to pass stuff for a freaking art museum. Right. During this, all, during this time. And it's Planned Parenthood. Not, DJ, not only were they trying to pass it for an art museum, they were making business owners who are literally down to their last fucking five dollars wait extra days yeah motherfuckers it out purposely mark zuckerberg don't know what it's like to not have five bucks so you can't fucking eat right i know what that's like yeah you know what that's like you know what that's like everybody at this table knows what the fuck that's like at some point in their life yeah you know and dude you know what what i think about that too dude like i respect the shit out of out of your father-in-law because dude it is very hard guys to and I think this is the problem in America. I think this is the real, this is why I talk about ego so much. Dude, it's very hard to fucking say, you know what, man? That guy I said all that shit about, he ain't that bad. He's not that bad. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and you know, or, or even make him, make him not about Trump. Yeah. Okay. You know, grandma and grandpa and mom and dad, they taught me all this shit, but yeah. It doesn't seem like that's the way it is. And dude, that takes, that takes so much courage to do that. And I think that when you do that, it's almost like a pivotal point in your life.